Mailbox and I see Michael Jackson just sent me an email. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Gamble's Green Room. I'm your host, Mike Gamble. Today we are joined by another one of my special friends. She is a beast of a dancer and a person and businesswoman as well. Uh, she, you've seen her feature with Justin Timberlake. She's danced with Missy Elliott. Uh, she's another member of the beat freaks. Uh, we're going to get into some of her businesses like home for dancers and all that good stuff that she's doing. She is the beauty from Paris. Maris from Paris in the house. What's up, baby girl. Hello, my friend. How you doing girl? I'm doing fine. It's so good to see you. I miss you. I miss you. And now you're in next Texas. Year we're doing a reunion next year in Europe for our 10-year anniversary. So you better come. It's been well, 10 years. Well, you next know year. that I flew out for 24 hours for the wedding. So I, I will be there. It's 10, okay. years, al- it's 10 next- years already next year, dude. Yeah. We'll be, August we'll 18th. Do it right? Yes. You know it. Look at you. I know my people's. I'm I'm definitely down for that. I am definitely down for that. And I just hope it's not as brutally hot as it was during the (laughs) wedding. It happened to be the hottest in Paris ever. (laughs) (laughs) Like just, and we were on a boat and the boat was still hot. Like we're on the water, like just, and we're just like, oh my God, it was so dope. I had so much fun. I literally flew in from Sweden to her wedding for 24 yeah. hours. I did not even book a hotel because I had to go back to work the next day and I landed and went to rehearsal. Yeah. That was dope. So I always start with the boring stuff first, although that was something fun, but you, your name, as it says, is Maris from Paris. You are from Paris, mm-hmm. but Paris you're also Paris. half Greek. Um, so I have some Greek family for sure. Um, and, um, we love that. Like we have, I was made in Greece. You know, that's the kind of like, I know exactly where, like my bad, my like I know which window from which hotel room. It's too much details. Yeah. So <laughs> it's great. Oh, well, that's, great. that's, that's nice that your family's that have, close. Uh, <laughs> I have, I have uh, my, my Greek fam, like um, mostly in Naxos, a little bit of in Athens. Um, my godmother's from Syros. We, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I love yeah. that, that, yeah. I do feel so much more Greek patriotic when I go to Greece. I just feel like I belong France. I'm like, it's nice. It's cool. I love my friends, but you know, you know, Paris and Parisians, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanted to be the only a-hole. So I left Paris. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be among all of them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's that? I can talk crap about Parisians. I'm technically Parisian. So yeah, you know, as long as I'm not the one doing it, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. so when did you get to the US? Did you go straight to LA? No, I first visited Miami. Mm-hmm. I first visited Miami uh in the year 2000. I visited Miami and I was out because most of my friends, they worked, um, they were securities in clubs. 
because mm-hmm. I used to box. And so we were, I was training at that South you were Florida a boxer? box. boxer? I used to kickboxing and, and yeah, boxing. Yeah. So I used to train at South Florida boxing and all the guys there were all securities or like the the guys that would, you know, the clubs. So I was totally not 21. I was pretty much going to all the clubs in Miami and I didn't drink. And, uh, these girls came up and she was like, Oh my God, like if you ever want to work here and you know, you don't, we'll hire you. And I was like, I was just uh, in the middle of my um, university. I was studying English and Spanish language and civilization. So I was like, what better place than Miami to continue my studies? And uh, Callie, get out of here. My cat freaks me out. I don't know if you can see her. Like she's on the edge and it's just like a 30 30 (laughs) drop. And I'm like, stop this. It makes me sense sometimes. (laughs) She's trying to get my attention. I'm like, don't do that. Like, you know. (laughs) Um, so I first, so, I mean, you know, I couldn't stand Paris as I, so it was, <laughs> I, I was a professional dancer in Paris already, but it's to a point that after you've danced, I mean, I love dancing in general. I don't care who I dance for. Like I would, I would go as full out in bar mitzvah as with Justin Timberlake. Like right. I don't care. I just love dancing. So, but as far as learning and, and pushing my art to the next level, Paris wasn't really ideal. Like we would have some American uh, teachers like from the bo- electric boogaloos that mm-hmm. would come sometimes to teach us, but no one would tell me when those workshops happened. At this time, there was no Facebook, Instagram, nothing. It was just word of mouth. So I decided to, you know, like let's, it was an opening for me. I just followed mm-hmm. the sign. This girl was literally telling me, I will hire you if you move to Miami. And so Three months later, I left <laughs> to Miami. <laughs> and then so I started working in clubs. Uh, I met my one of my very best friends, Marissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she approached me. She used to book dances at Crowbar. So we would hip hop dancers would dress however we want. And we just, we were technically go-go dancers, but yeah. like, I didn't have to take my clothes. I didn't have to be in skimpy outfits. Right. I did some of them, but they were very nice costumes. They were super awesome costumes. And it was loud music and cl- I just had a blast. And then, uh, and I auditioned for Missy Elliott for the first time in my life over there. Oh, um, yeah. Which song? Which? Uh, which? Uh, what? I think it was for Tweet. Actually, it's it was something with Tweet. It was a yeah. very long time ago. It was in two thousand one or two thousand. And then, so yeah. And then Miami was great, but then nine eleven happened. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Miami's economy depends a lot on New York. A mm-hmm. lot of people go to Miami on weekends and stuff. So, and I was in Paris during 9-11. So everything shut down. Uh, and then, so I, I went back to work in Paris and then I, uh, I met, I was working on a TV show. I was one of the dancers for some artists in a TV show and Jello, Jennifer Lopez was doing her promo tour at this time for Love Don't Cost a Thing, I think. And so she was on the same TV show. And then Gustavo, uh, Gustavo Vargas came to the French dancers dressing rooms. And I was the only one, you know, Parisians. I was the only one who actually uh, dared or like <laughs> speaking English. Yeah. You know, even, <laughs> people understand they're just saying answer you in French. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I ended up like talking, you know, to making acquaintance with the with the the dancers because they came to our, our our dressing room and I was like, hey, how you like Paris? And then they were like, there's an after party after, and you know me, I was like, cool, 
I'll, I'll come go. to the after party. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the intention were of the dancers inviting me, but me, I was like, I'm going to dance. I'm going to get. I'm going to get in the cycle. <laughs> and I wasn't like we're going to battle, but I was like, I'm just, you know. So I went to the. I joined them. I think it was at the VIP in Paris on the Champs Elysees after. And then, so what's funny is I think Gio and Chris Judd left. And so Team Stevenson, Barry Youngblood and Gustavo Vargas stayed. And we literally like, we were just freestyling in a circle. And at the end of the day, they were like, you need to come to LA. And I loved Miami. I didn't understand that LA was the HUD for the industry. I was Mm -hmm. not, I I wasn't like, I'm going to go to Hollywood and I'm going to make it. (laughs) You know, they were like, really? I'm gonna be the star. Anyway, so So, um, literally, it's thanks to them. Mainly, uh, kept contact with me, and he was like, "Oh my gosh!" And he was like, "I already spoke to my agent about you, which was Block Laney at the time. Oh no, Mm -hmm. Lisa to work at Block." And so I was like, "Okay, I'll come visit." you know, LA, I'll check it out. You know, I'm just going to come take classes and they were all teachers. So it was perfect. And so I got to LA and then, um, just doors kept opening for me and it was amazing. Like I was welcomed open armed. Like it was, it was was, 2002 or two. I believe it was between 2001, 2002. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was 21 already. So yeah. 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 What was the first job you booked? The first job I booked In was a Pepsi commercial. Brian Anthony booked me. He was also a Jennifer Lopez dancer. And uh, what's funny is that I thought, you know, like you, you think sometimes a choreographers have all. Now Zeus is having Zeus, come say hi. Come say hi to my candle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeus, okay. what's up, buddy? I haven't seen you he's in so long. She's being attacked by Callie. She's, she's just tormenting me. So... <laughs> This so is her, yeah, okay. her boxer dog, by the way, if you're wondering who we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I auditioned and and uh, I booked it. So my first audition in L.A., I booked a commercial, a Pepsi commercial, which I think was for Japan. And in this commercial, Stilo and Robert Hoffman were also booked. Dope. So that's when I met Stilo and Robert Hoffman. And Stilo told me about... Did you tell me about Groove Night? I forgot. No, Steve, Steve Stevenson and Super Dave told me about Groove Night because I started mm-hmm. taking every class I could. I got to LA. I was like, learning. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I was taking four to five classes a day, every day. And then, yeah, then I met, you know, I went to, I was invited to Groove Night and then I saw other girls that were freestyling, which was mm-hmm. so cool to see. And that was Keely. To- and that was at Allison Falk, uh, Jules arrived Jules. a little after, but I was like, oh my gosh, yay. And then, yeah, and then we formed Beat Freaks. So. Yes. Um, I was talking to, I talked to Allison and we were talking about Beat Freaks. You were actually with the Beat Freaks when they performed on America's Best Dance Crew. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Yeah. How was that experience? I mean, America's Best Dance Crew, I think, was amazing for as far as to see how we work because Beat Freaks, what was very interesting with Beat Freaks, I'm not throwing flowers at ourselves, but <laughs> for some reason, our name, people were talking about us without us never really doing anything. Like, um, we've never battled, we've never entered, per se, a battle as Beat Freaks. We've mm. never 
we did probably one carnival show and then people already i think it's also because of you know like who, who the beat freaks were like i'm, I'm a fan you're of dope all. as shit that's why <laughs> but, but i mean individually everyone ha- had great careers they were great mm. dancers great choreographers so us as a as an entity people knew who we were without even beat freaks actually ever done something so america's best dance crew was pretty much the first time we were like together yeah um so it was you know it was the show is amazing because of the platform and what it did for dance i think it was i think it definitely after we so you think you can dance and everything it definitely put dancers in such a um in in such a light that you know it it definitely created a lot of attention Mm. um but as far as the creative process it's like imagine seven chefs in the same kitchen agreeing on one recipe right <laughs> so it was definitely challenging but we learned so much we learned so much and and i think the best thing about america's best dance crew is we were able to is, is our message came across yes yeah. our, our main like because the reason why we did it like we did it season three and they've they've asked us the first two seasons and literally we kind of laughed at them we're like hey because hey, it's a TV show. We already work for artists. We all, all have our careers and we're like, right. hi-hat. Hi-hat is the one who kind of planted that seed because she was like, where are you at, girls? Like, who's representing for the female in hip-hop? Like, she kind of were like... So we understood it was bigger than us. Mm. And then we just, you know, de- hi-hat definitely is the one who... Because of how much we respect her and how how, you know, she's amazing, we she saw something that we we never saw and we were like oh, she put that perspective in, in front of our eyes and we're like yeah and it happened to be a timing where everyone was you know unfortunately allison was booked i think on pink tour at that time and mm-hmm. <clears throat> so should we brought in shorty but um for for the actual show and then which was a great addition to beat freaks and she was awesome. She, she's been hanging out with us for a long time. She was in Groove Night, like with Norma. She's just like 14, I think. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Oh my God. And she's now. <laughs> a beautiful woman. Oh my God. Her and Zach are now actual <laughs> full flown adults, and she's engaged in my life. Again, we're going to stop talking about these numbers, my guests. We're not going to talk about numbers and dates and years and how many no times it's gone. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no numbers. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I think ABDC definitely um, to winning or not to receive, like, like when Teresa said we, we won because our message came across and we believe that a hundred percent, like we would have uh, guys like that are stationed in, in Okinawa sending us letter telling us that he wants, he, he's so happy to see women in hip hop in this light. And he hopes his daughter grows to be like us. Like, Oh dude. Or like girls that were like, hey, I've always felt pressure to wear like this and this. And like we, to see the inspiration that we we were blessed to be able to, you know, give to others. I think mm. it was the best part of it, honestly. Dope. Told you, my peoples are dope, y'all. Y'all, y'all gonna learn about who my, who my crew is, who I roll with. We are inspirational beasts of both scene and stage and all around. Okay. So tell me about Justin. Cause you were the rock your body girl. So yeah. So there was an audition for Justin Timberlake because they had three girls. They needed a fourth one. 
amongst the three girls they already had was Kelly Kono, mm-hmm. my uh, my one of my idols. She was one of Janet's best friends. She worked with Janet Jackson her whole life. Um, there was Michelle Martinez and there was Nicole. So uh, they needed a fourth person. And uh, it was an invite-only um, audition. And I had I've been blessed to have done Super Dave's Carnival and Marty was dancing in his carnival as well. So Marty wasn't teaching a lot at that time. So it was hard to be seen or it was just upon headshot or it was just the people he knew. So thanks to Super Dave, um, Marty had kind of noticed me, I guess. And Kelly, because Kelly was going to the rehearsals too for mm-hmm. the carnival. And so they invited me uh, to the audition and I was freaking out because uh, Roger Lee was dancing for him, Sky Hoffman, I mean, Marty, like it was, you know, and then- Marty Kudelka, the choreographer. Yeah. And so I auditioned and I've always, it's funny, like, I mean, you know, like people talk about the secret and you got to see it and I've never been like that. I've always been like, I'm just going to go for fun. I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm going to learn what I can. And Mm -hmm. cause you know, I don't, I don't like to put too much expectation because I don't want to just be just, I have, it's weird. I don't have a very competitive, competitive, um, mindset for some reason. Um, and so I just went to the audition, just being so thankful already to be amongst Tabitha and Dumo was one of the dancers auditioning. Nikki Patterson, like one of Janet Jackson's choir. I mean, I was with all stars. I was literally the only one fresh off the boat. Like, like I almost, even though, yes, I've been a professional dancer for already like three, four years in France. I just, it's a whole nother ball game when you I've get done into like one beat towards one commercial. And right. that was probably my fourth audition ever in LA. So I just did what I could. Um, Which is destroy. And at the end, it was between three of us. So they made us, each of us dance with the three original dancers that were there. So I remember being right behind Kelly Conner and I was like, just do just like Kelly. (laughs) Just like I was trying to mirror her. And so then, so I got booked. booked And they actually tricked me. They, (laughs) they pranked me. What happened? So the same day of the of the rehearsal, so I mean of the audition, literally, I mean we had like a three hour, four hour audition process. Okay, I'm starving, and they're like, okay, so you booked it, but um, go get some lunch and come back. It was at Alley Cat in Hollywood, and they were mm-hmm. like, come back so um, you can meet Justin. And so I'm like, cool. And you know, like when you have, you know, the difference between your immediate memory and your long term memory, right? Yeah. So you learn things right away, but then you know. I have a very good immediate memory. The long term is, you know, I couldn't even do that. <laughs> like, Allison is an amazing, she's a vault. Yeah. Like, she remembers, she remembers Everything. choreography of her recitals when she was six years old. Like, she's <laughs> amazing. Like, me, I've done the same shit 100 times on tour with Missy. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I go get my sandwich and I come in and I open the door and then I see everyone turns around and Justin's in there and Marty goes, hold on two second, wait outside. And I'm like, okay. So I eat my sandwich. And so Marty comes out and he's like, okay, so um, Justin wants to see you dance. So you'll just have to do it in front of him on your own. And I'm like, okay. He comes out and I'm like, ah! 
because <laughs> what is it again? Like I, I was, I had, I had checked out already. I was like, <laughs> just that book, loving my on my own, my little sandwich. I'm like, so I'm trying to like go over it, like freaking out because I have to do it. And I come in, and Justin's like, he's on the phone. He grabs his chair, sits like a cowboy right in front of me. He's like, hit it, like. And I'm like, okay, like, so I do it. I fucked up a little bit, but you know, but I, I, I do it. And then Marty's at, is like sitting at his feet and Justin goes at the end, he's like, you know, and he, he tells something to Marty's ear and then Marty's face just drops. And Marty looks at me. He's like, can you, can you do it again? And in my head, I'm like, yeah, whatever, fuck it. At this time, like, I, I don't, I'm not one to freak out really. Like, cause when I know I do my best, like what else can you do? You know? Right. I was like, sure. Yeah, sure. And then they go, ah, just kidding. They <laughs> <laughs> uh. so pranked me. And then Justin was like, yeah, like we thought he was there. But I was like, I will get you guys back one day. And that's so I got Marty back one day, but it was. Ooh, you're going to um, tell that story, but not now. We're going to, I'm going to bring yeah. you back to that. But no, they were, it was awesome. Like Justin is, is so um, down, down, down to earth. Very sweet guy. Very talented. Very, it was, it was an amazing, um, definitely an amazing experience, you know, to, to just be thrown in pretty much the, the industry with some of the, you know, best artists and best dancers and yeah, it was cool. And that was your pretty much like you like you said your fourth audit like your fourth big audition. Yeah, pretty much. So that was, yeah, yeah, that was my first music video as a main dancer was Rock Your Body, and I had no idea that they just wanted another dancer for the team. I thought I just booked the video. I didn't understand I had booked the promo tour, the tour, everything. <laughs> I had no idea. So yeah, yeah. It was. And it's after I was like, "What do you mean? Oh, that's that's not it." He was like, "No, that's it. You're part of your part of." I was like, "Ooh, just yay. dope." So I know how dope you are because you're the shit. How, uh, thank you. What, Thank you, real. thank you, mom and daddy. No, I'm <laughs> he can take that away like this. Yeah. <laughs> How? Because uh, your 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 forms of dance, your genres of dance, you're so like you're a popping beast. Like you hit like no tomorrow. Thank you for saying it like that. What? No. Because people think it's like you're a popper. You're, I'm not a popper, but you're right. I I hit hard. You hit like a most. I, yeah. yeah, but I'm not a popper. That's very different. Yeah. I know my, I know my peoples. I know, I know, I know my peoples. You know your shit. <laughs> yeah. oh my so uh, going going back to your time in Paris and dancing there, what? Because I know the Paris dance scene. It's very, as you said, they don't talk about anything, especially back then. How did you get into all of your different? Like, how did you fall into your quote-unquote hip-hopness? I hate that word. So, um, there was a dance studio right behind my house called Smoking et Brillantine. And um, uh, I went to pick up some of my friends. I always liked music. So I think, really, I just love music. And I mm. always loved hip-hop music and dance and and house music, too. But at the time, it was more like you're a sick house or people don't, people don't realize. That's my first love is house dance. Ah, don't my room. But, and then I saw this one girl in the studio because the 
you know, you could see through. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is that? Like what? Like, I mean, she is, her name is Iskai. What's funny is her Instagram is Iskai from Paris. <laughs> but like she, she, uh, it's just, it's not just her dancing is the presence. This girl, I've never seen actually anybody with a present, more presence that she did, mm-hmm. um, than she had. And I was, I just fell in love. Like I saw her dance and I was like, I want to do that. Like it just clicked. So I went upstairs. I was like, Hey, what are the girls doing? They're like, Oh, it's hip hop. Like, I think that was in 1995 or six or something. And I was like, is there classes here? They were like, yeah. And Tony mascot, Tony, uh, Tony mascot was the, um, was the teacher there, the hip hop teacher there. And so I said, a little money and boom, I, I, I purchased like a, a month, two months, three months. I was hooked. I was hooked from day one. And Tony and his classes used to teach some locking, some popping, a little bit of like, there was, he was definitely covering um, a little bit of breaking, some party mm. dance, like some uh, new Jack swing, we call it hype in French, we call it hype. Mm. <laughs> but um, so in his class, he was teaching uh, a little bit of the found- fundamentals. And um, so I was ta- dabbing on, on the techniques of, mm-hmm. you know, um, of uh yeah so that's kind of how i learned a little bit of blogging a little bit of popping and then there was some of the students there he created a company with some of his students i was one of them and jonathan and david ambert and mich mich de france mich mm-hmm. uh go joseph um yeah we had we just had you know like the, we like jonathan i remember him showing me how to isolate the the triceps when you mm-hmm. pop and isolate the pec like so you know I've I've it was it was great like we had a lot of um I would learn a lot from all of the dancers on top of Tony and that's kind of how you know and then one day I stumble stumbled upon so I went to the Queen the Queen is the gay club in Paris on the Champs Elysees and every Wednesday we had the respect parties there and the ones from New York they took it, they took it for, to Paris and oh. It was house music. And then I was just like, I saw Zoer and some of the guys from Mission Impossible, which is Rabat. Um, I mean, there was so many DJ, like there was, there was a lot of house dancers that were amazing. And I was like, I want to learn because the thing with hip hop is everything is in the ground on the bass mm. and the house dancing is the opposite is, is oh, air right. it's up. And I thought it was beautiful and the footwork and, so um, Zoer taught me a lot of house and that's probably one of the technique, one of the dance I studied or trained the most in is definitely house dance. It's, it's definitely my, like I, m- more of my forte would be a house dance actually. And it's interesting yeah. because as you know, in Los Angeles, not many people actually house, like, especially. Like really like, as, as, I mean, Rich and Rich and Yeah. Uh, 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 um, I mean, now there's more. That's what I was going to say sure. back, back when we were, when I was there, when we met back in the early two yeah. thousands in that era of time, when I came from the East coast, people were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Good. Well, Brian, um, Brian Green finally came to made his finally made his way to LA sometimes to teach, but yeah. you know, it, it's, LA is a tough crowd. Like the people still want to shine. So Brian has such a, a knowledge and a detail of, of body parts and the mm. isolation is such work that, you know, a lot of 
dancers don't want to do the work. They just want to look good. They just want to look good. They just, yeah. Mm -hmm. They want to be Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, you know, but at the time it wasn't, you know, it's, you know, yeah. But yeah, there was not a lot of house dancers. That's right. Not a lot. So how long were you on tour with Justin? So um, there was something called a visa issue because I am European. Oh, that came about. Um, they found someone to replace me until that gets sorted out. And uh, so, yeah, the Justin Camp helped me get a, the appropriate visa. Justin made me a letter. His camp made me a letter. Marty made me a letter. Roger Lee made me a letter. Like all my friends, all my teachers, all my mentors. Mm. They all wrote me letters, and so that allowed me to get my visa. So, but by the time I got my visa situated, um, you know, they didn't want to kick the girl out that mm. had taken my spot that was subject for me. So, but Justin wanted to keep me on board, so he said, Why don't you stay and rehearse with us and you become the swing and once you know, switch it out? So, I've done few, few dates like to replace Kelly Kono a few times. Actually, mm. I did it in Paris, which was crazy because kelly connor was one of the one of the main girl in the the duet with justin was mainly done with her so i was the one doing the duet with justin when i was in paris that was bercy 2003 i think that was that was crazy that's kind of sick to be in your home doing um, this. and you know what's funny is because i'm the little maris that has those gigs and you know mm. I'm the white girl who does hip hop and <laughs> I show up and they're like, I show up, I go to LA and in, in a lot of the dancers head, it was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. She danced with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's no Facebook, there's no Instagram. <clears throat> there's no MySpace. You don't put your life on hold. So I'm just right. doing my thing quietly. And then I go back to their and I dance with Justin Timberlake and everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She danced with Justin. Like it was, it was, um, <laughs> It was amazing because there's a few things. One, my my parents, who were very sad that I left, understood why I had I had left. Mm -hmm. Like they were like, okay, it's a different level. Like you know, um, and then two, it was it was definitely an accomplishment. Like it's it was it was it was awesome. And also on that tour, what was so dope is Black Eyed Peas were opening, mm -hmm. and boy, like I actually had more fun with them and the Black Eyed Peas camp. <laughs> 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 because i mean eddie morales also goes does a lot of freestyle because he ended up being in the tour as well but uh, uh black eyed peas they're dancers like yeah. we would go in the clubs and there i would go in the in the circle with taboo and will and apple and it, they're they're awesome like i i had more fun with them. even their musicians one called me twinkle tooth because i have my <laughs> <laughs> but like i that was awesome. Like that tour was particularly awesome because of how dope the, 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 the other, you know, even the opening act was and that, that was fun. But yeah, going back to your hometown with an American artist, that was the first time I came home was with Justin. And I mean, you come back with a bang, like it's, it was awesome. And speaking of visa issues, it's no longer an issue because something just happened recently. <laughs> American. <laughs> He's American. She got American citizenship, y'all. American citizenship, yeah. And she lives in Texas. I, I, Team America, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save the motherfucking day, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? So I went to get 
championship, right? And then they played the anthem. And then I go home. And then I'm like humming. And then Austin goes, oh, look at her. She's singing the anthem. And I didn't have a heart to tell him that in my head, the, the words were, you know, in Borat, he's like, Kazakhstan. Oh my God. <laughs> country in the world and i didn't even know how to tell i was like actually i'm singing borat but well hey i almost posted some of team america if no one knows what it is team america is was done by is seth mark mcfarlane right the guy who did south park if no, uh, Trey, Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Seth MacFarlane does Family Guy. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the guys who did South Park did yeah. in America. Yeah, that's right. So it's another one of my good ones. Uh, um, yo, that... <laughs> I was going to put some of Team America yesterday for July 4th, but <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Darker, 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 yeah. Uh, how is it? How is it living in? So you moved to Austin. Yes, Austin, how's it, Texas. How's it? How's it going? How's Austin's it? great. Austin is a great. Um, and her husband's name know, is Austin as well, which is funny. Austin and Austin. <laughs> you know his middle name is Lamar, right? And there's like totally a full Lamar, South Lamar area in Austin. No. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, we actually almost bought a house where the exit is Lamar. <laughs> Serendipitous. <laughs> Is meant to be. I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, no, it's great. Actually, I'm gonna uh, practice with Wicked from um, Wicked tonight from Footwork Fanatics. And, is, yeah. is Wicked in Texas? He's in Austin. Yeah, he's been in Austin for a while now. Oh, yeah. what's the dancing yeah, like yeah. there? Uh, I haven't really been in the dancing. Like, actually, I went to a um, to a jam where Jules were uh, participating. Rainin also participated, and Ronnie was one of the judges. I think it was. Um, USA break-in, I think, open, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but I know, like, there's there's some lockers, there's some b-boys there. I haven't really gotten to explore that part yet because I have a son and I'm taking care of renovations. And as soon as I'm completely settled in, like, I'm, I'll I'll dig, I'll dig in for sure. Do you miss uh, yeah. it? What dancing? Yeah. Um, I do miss dancing. Uh, but I wasn't dancing in LA either, really. Like, well, after, I, uh, we're going to get to that once you started doing yeah. Home for Dancers. And, no, but I do, like, so I, I, um, I mean, when I miss, I just turn on stuff and I start dancing. Just jamming. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. After Justin, how, you dance for a lot of people and a lot of uh, commercials and music. You dance for Missy as well. Yeah, actually, and what's funny is like, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going back as a main dancer in Justin. And I understood why later, but everything was meant to be because had I stayed in Justin, I wouldn't have been able to audition for Missy. Ah, see, everything works out. as And I love Justin, but I always liked dancing, but I was never a, a fan fan, mm-hmm. but who I was a fan of not even dancing yet was Missy Elliott, her music and her yeah. The hype, William, like the, her visions, her choreography with Cecily Olisa, hi hat, like it's it's the whole package, right? And I was definitely more of a hip hop girl rather than pop, mm-hmm. uh, pop music. And then so I I came home uh, when Kelly Kono came back on the tour, and there was an audition for for Missy, 
And so hi-hat, which is amazing. She doesn't, uh, she does the opposite. Instead of having people that she already knows audition, she's like, hey, if I've seen you before, drop your head to tell me if you're available and leave. I don't want to waste your time. Don't waste the space for the other dancers. I'm here to see dancers I haven't seen yet. That's dope. Hi-hat's actually one of the best choreographers you can work for. She'll make sure you have water. She'll make sure you're okay if you need a break. Like she's she's beyond amazing to dancers. And so um, I auditioned for her. And I booked it and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited because <laughs> besides the little Allison, there was not a lot of white girls. I mean, there was no white girls who danced for Missy. Um, right. Cecily's skin, she's, she's black. So I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I show up to rehearsal and they're teaching me river dance. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done river dance before, I don't think my calves ever been that sore in my life ever. Like it is hard, like it is hard, but not realizing that because she always has groups of dancers that do different sessions and different mm -hmm. style of dancing. But I ended up being with Cecily or Lisa, um, another girl, me, and then Larry, uh, who was her, who used to be her assistant. Like we, we it actually ended up being one of the dopest part of the and it was for past that dutch what mm -hmm. kind of dance is this dutch like so but it was funny because i showed up to the uh to the set and i you could tell her camp was not used to see a, a white girl dancer because like i was literally the first one besides little allison i think yeah. I'm, i might be mistaken but so i took great proud pride in it and it was amazing like it was i've never had that much fun and then after that we did a hot video, which was dope because we auditioned as beat freaks mm -hmm. for hot, for hot, da, na, na, hot. And then so me, Reno, Lindsay, uh, uh, Teresa, our friend Penny, like it was a bunch of us. I think Jenny Kira also had it like Tabitha is in it. And it was, uh, there was a pussy wagon in the video. I don't know if you remember it. And mm -hmm. it's technically the, the girl Yakuza against Miss You Can. I mean, it was yeah. dope. And then that's when Missy, at the end of the, sh at the end of the, um, at the end of the shoot of that video, I don't know if it's Missy or Hi Hat who came to us, but pretty much told us that me and Reno booked her tour, and we're like, what? Oh, like, <laughs> and, it, and I was like, no, nah, because Reno just booked Britney's tour. Yeah. And so I was like, uh, Missy, and then switched to Britney, at to Missy, and then, I mean. Like going on tour with Cecily and Elisa, like your abs because of laughing is never ending. <laughs> and Missy took 20 dancers. We were 20 dancers on tour. 10 girls, 10 guys. Like that's a camp. That is a it is a camp. It is a camp. I mean, she good on Missy because you you have to deal with <laughs> 20 dancers. But I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. And then I got to go back to France again, again. with yeah, in Bercy, same stage. Like Miss even made me talk on the on the mic, like to to my people. My mom was there. <laughs> um, nice. My mom was so happy. She's like, I'm a little taller than her because Missy's so sweet. She's so cute, <laughs> tiny. Like she's she's but she but her aura is so big. Yeah. Like it's you know. But yeah, no, it was it was my favorite. And and what's crazy is that 
I would freak out every single concert, like every, cause I would come in on get your freak on. Mm-hmm. So I have a mask on and cause it's, it opens. And then I can't, I come in on get your freak on and every single day, every single day I was like, I'm under my mask. I'm like, I can't believe I'm dancing for me. Like, yeah, I was just fangirling. But you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's amazing. Like I, I never got tired of it ever. Like I, I, I miss dancing. That's definitely one artist I miss dancing for is Missy. She's so dope. Yeah. And then yeah. you and Reno uh, also sort of had a mini group yourself, Gemini's. Gemini's. Yeah. Yeah. We used to teach together at Millennium. Then it was Debbie Reynolds. And then, yeah, like we, we, we did a, we did a remake, our own version of Jump from Crisscross. Um, we choreographed together. She has a huge uh, base of choreography for K-pop since the beginning. Mm. And then, so sometimes she would involve me in it. Um, no, it was, yeah, we, we used to choreograph a lot together. Yeah. Dope. My it girl's be- doing this, do it, like doing the business, <laughs> doing it right. Breaking yeah. barriers, breaking borders. Yeah. White girl in Missy camp. <laughs> Not just a white girl, a Parisian white girl. Yeah. And then when I couldn't do um, uh, Loose Control, mm-hmm. uh, Allison Falk actually did it. I wasn't I wasn't there because I was waiting on the renewal of my visa, actually. So yeah. Yeah. The visa thing. The US makes it so hard. Yes. Yes. But it doesn't matter now because you're American. There's ways. ways, I promise you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is this is complete. How what was what was the test like? What was the because I because I think there's like questions that American citizens can't even answer themselves. Was it hard? <laughs> well, what's funny is it was my major in university in college. So, uh, <laughs> so I already knew all that. Like there's already so much I know that most Americans don't. My- <laughs> um, but yeah, like the 13 colonies, uh, what represents the, yeah, the 13 stripes. Mm. Uh, what did they ask me? The rep, my senator of my state. Um Okay, which one of y'all, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Which one of y'all people listen to this shit right now actually knows who your senator is? Like, do you even know what a senator is? Think about that. Okay, continue. There's a little more representative, but yeah, so senators represented, how many representative, how many senators, how long a senator is, is elected for, how long is a representative elected for, uh, what happened on the Declaration of Independence, who is James Madison, like all those, you know... Oh, American you know, history. Yeah. American but if you guys history. actually you have access to all that on the USCIS.gov, you can actually test yourself. There's a test that you can try. It's real fun. I mean, I did hmm. that for fun. But yeah, so yeah. USCIS.gov. Give 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 your give your US, birthright yes, citizenship yes. a little test. See how well you can answer these American history <laughs> questions yourself. <laughs> so there's one more artist i want to talk to you about who was your one of your major inspirations and you actually got to dance with him four and that's for him yeah yeah what's his name michael jackson there he is on the shirt (laughs) not the jacksons actually keely gave me that shirt like 15 years ago and I'm, we said we're not doing uh, dates anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she actually went to the concert, I think. That's why she has it. She had it. Um, so 
yeah, I mean, since I'm a six years old little girl, since I'm a six year old little girl, I, I became a fan of Michael Jackson mm-hmm. and uh, loved his songs, loved his, loved his dancing. I was just mesmerized. There was something I was like, you know, mm-hmm. and then not knowing that at 16, I started dating. like, it's funny. Like I didn't grow up saying I'll work for him. I'll meet him while well, I would just, mm-hmm. I would just, I just would die to just go to a concert. That's all. Or in my head, I was going to be his friend. <laughs> um, I actually did a novel, like a little book in, in, in one of the school, um, in one of the school homework we had to do. And then that was the story. It was me going to Disneyland with Michael Jackson. Figure that out. Um, <laughs> how old were you? Wrote that, how old were you wrote that story? I was nine or 10. It's really cute. Aww. Like I made a montage, like he's with all his things and he looks sideways and I'm like laughing, like next day. It was funny. <laughs> so cute. And then, um, yeah, we, so there, we started hearing that Michael was coming back to do a concert. And so me and Reno, for some reason, how, I forgot how we came about to find out who was staying at which hotel. We totally did the the groupy thing. Like we literally, (laughs) I mean, you have no idea. Oh no. It was Eddie Garcia. Mm -hmm. So Eddie Garcia, who used to, he used to be a Jennifer Lopez dancer Mm -hmm. on the tour I was with. I took his class. I mean, I tried my hardest. She's just very jazz and I'm not trained at all everyone i only do hip-hop i wish i knew jazz i wish i knew tap i wish i knew ballet but yeah i'm not trained in that uh classical uh term um and then um eddie garcia told us where was one of michael jackson's former choreographer and uh it was lavelle smith and so me and reno straight up showed up to the hotel and uh, met Lavelle Smith. And uh, so we got some insight on on what we needed to do and because there was going to be an audition. And I remember he literally said that Michael, for female dancers, Michael wanted a girl that could walk for the gods. Because Michael's view, I mean, that, I, I'm quoting, I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm not speaking right. Michael, but apparently Michael's uh, uh, main use of a female dancer was for the the way you make me feel when mm. he chases her and, yeah. and pursues her and she has to walk like I don't care whatever like leave me alone but with that aura and that way like not super dipping Beyonce like more no. theatrical model like and so me and Reno were like oh shit <laughs> because <laughs> because we can dance like guys but the feminine is not was not a forte actually Reno. Reno can't, if she gets in that mode, I mean, she definitely has, but I mean, I look like I try, you know what I mean? Like, and then we knew that the girls that would show up to the audition, they just naturally have been dancing for like girls forever. <laughs> and, and I mean, I've auditioned as guys a few times before, like I've with, I've done that. And then, so we were like, okay. And then even with my ex-husband, I used to dance for him when he was missing a guy dancer. I used to sub as a guy dancer, like mm-hmm. literally I would my hair. So we kind of were like, okay. So we started taking ballet. We started taking jazz. We were like, okay. And then the audition came. Um, Lavelle started not being working with him anymore, but it was Travis Bain, amazing Travis Bain. And um, 
Lisa, our agent, convinced the casting to let me and Reno audition as guys and as girls. What? Yeah. And that, that, I mean, because, and Lisa knew, Lisa, we were, Lisa knew how important that was for us. Mm. Literally, because Reno's been a fan of Michael since she's a, a little girl as well. So we, you know, we knew we had more chance to book it as a guy. a <laughs> <laughs> girl. And that's what we're like, please, we wanted at least Michael, even if he was not going to hire us. Like, just so we just so could have the opportunity to. His camp to see us dance at our, at the, are the best of our ability rather than, you know, as girls, as us trying hard to be girls. So girly. So, um, yeah, Lisa convinced the, the the casting and literally when we signed up, they're like, Oh, that's you. Like they all waited for us. Cause I don't know how Lisa hyped it for us, but she probably was like, you're not going to regret it. Please let the girls and guys. And, you know, it's so funny because when you, when you come in and then this, this great, you know, it's it's still LA. LA, I've mm. noticed, is very like people will clap and encourage each other. Paris, you know that, but uh, <laughs> how, how genuine it is, I don't know. It depends on the people, of course. Mm-hmm. But at first, guys, I could tell they thought it was fun that to see me and Reno dress alike, dress like guys, and but then when they started getting cut and we started making through the round, <laughs> cut, like. <laughs> same some i could just someone else was like what the fuck <laughs> um and then so it, we were so blessed we are literally with the only only dancers who experienced the audition for three full days so we had the first day as guys first day as girls and callbacks and callbacks now the issue is we got callbacks as guys and we get callbacks as girls i wish i went with my instinct and in the callback as guys but you know, uh, Travis was like, look, you know, he's clearly going to hire guys. And I'm glad he told us that's because there's a part where they literally would lift up their shirt and do body rolls. And it would have been uh, interesting. Whatever. I have more on my dad's size than my mom's size anyway. So <laughs> probably nobody would have bat- batted an eye, but <laughs> maybe I don't know. So yeah, so we we did that audition and you know, so we got until the very very end when they until they called people and and um if you can actually kind of catch it on this is it if you watch this is it but mm-hmm. Sofia Butella was the first one to be called because Michael wanted Sofia Butella and Sofia went just for fun and we were at her house me and Reno were at her house before the audition and she was on tour with Madonna and she's like no I'm just doing it for fun for support just for the experience because Michael's amazing and and I told her and I looked at her and I had a feeling I was like what if you book it and she's like well I'll, I'll stick with Madonna because that's where you know my loyalty is but and I'm like are you and she booked it they called her first and you see her looking back at me and Reno sad. Like she's amazing. Like she was sad for me and Reno because they called her. Then they called the Mikia Cox, I think. And I think as a swing, they had called time in uh, Jersey and that was it. And then Sophia was literally about to cry for us. I think like, and then we were like, "Mm." And then at the end, um, Travis, we were talking on on the stage and he was like, you know, he was like, you're European, right? And I was like, yeah, he's like, we we have additional dances in London. 
they just have to be European because we're not going to do. I'm like, I have a French passport. And he was like, well, you booked then. And I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> he was like, yeah, you're booked. You, you'll be one of our dancers. And, and I was booked and I started receiving the, the uh, production uh, emails that uh, coming from my, like I'm in, I'm on my email mailbox and I see Michael Jackson just sent me an email and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like, you know. <laughs> and so I went to, so they had rehearsals in LA. I went for fittings. I was going to, I think they were going to either put me as a Russian girl or a Swedish girl for uh heal the world. We were going to do some, like they were literally telling me what all the stuff I was going to do. And I was like, Oh my God. And then there was a talk of me and a uh, Brahim who was one who was going to be also a, a, an additional dancer in London, but who was also um, uh, assistant choreographer of Travis. He's mm-hmm. from Belgium. And uh, because our art forte is freestyle, there was a talk of eventually being added to the freestyle of the main dancers. And so I was going to, but first I needed to officially meet Michael and freestyle for him. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because everything was like, it never really hit me. Like I was like, in my head, I was like, no way, no way. Like I was, I was going like, cause every time I went to the rehearsals, the dancers were there. Um, Travis, Stacy Walker, she's amazing too. Like they were, everyone was there. Tony Testa was one of the assistant choreographers. Um, Kenny Ortega was there, but Michael was never there when I showed up at the, every time I showed up to rehearsals. And so it was at center stage at the time. And so I don't think it never really hit me. Like, it, like I saw him during from afar during the, the, the audition, mm-hmm. but like, and so, yeah, like it was crazy. And so I was meant, I was meant to see him, but I wanted Reno to come. And so, uh, cause Reno would have been difficult because she had a Japanese, she had a Japanese passport and there was a way for her to, I, I was like, we can do your visa, but she didn't want to really push it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I still wanted her to be there when I met Michael and freestyle. Like we, I, I didn't want to do that without her. Mm-hmm. And so, um, finally came the day. It was a Tuesday. I think I had lunch with Tony before because they had rehearsal later ended up being at staples center like mm-hmm. they had they were already doing the rehearsals at staples and uh but it was usually a little later during the day so i remember having i had lunch with tony test i was and he would tell me that travis would probably or him would probably text me later on that day to let me know what time we should show up probably around 5 5 30 mm-hmm. and so me and reno came to teach at debbie's and then one by one, we started seeing beat freaks showing up to our class. And usually they wouldn't come take class or even show up. I was like, oh, the girl's coming in. And at the end of the class, couldn't find my phone. Lindsay had came in and took my phone away because she didn't want me to see messages of uh, people telling me he had died. Passed away, yeah. That day. that day. So beat freaks wanted us to learn from them. And yeah, June 25th, 2009. Yep. And that's it. But, you know, what's amazing is Travis kept in touch and he could tell our, I think he was frustrated for us mm-hmm. <laughs> because we never got to, to officially meet him, to even, you know, to, to officially work 
with him. With and that's him. also yeah. on top of a fangirl, like, I want to like Michael Jackson. I couldn't wait to be touched by that professionalism because everyone I've worked with who have worked with Michael, from Jamie King to Eddie Garcia to Rich and Tom to Travis, like all these people have something different. Mm-hmm. There is, there is something different in their creativity, in the way they work, in the way they hear music, and I, I, I couldn't wait to be touched by that, because it, it was literally it's something they all have in common, and I just couldn't wait to to learn that as an artist on top of me being like Michael, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that that was for me like also a big disappointment. But Travis was so awesome that every time there was something for the Michael Estates, because there was there was a he was supposed to do a video game. He was mm. supposed to do a show. With Cirque du Soleil. There was all this. So he included me in Reno every time he could. So we could That's work. Sick. So we worked more Mike. Oh yeah. He, he's so kind. And he, so yeah, he, um, he involved us as many times as, as much as he could. So I was in behind the mask video. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up, I'm in the Michael Jackson, the experience, I think the, uh, the, um, the Ubisoft uh, video game, mm-hmm. we and connect, uh, connect, is that connect? I forgot the xbox thing yeah um like i we did like you know so i you know i'm thankful that I, i've worked for michael jackson yeah for his estate under travis and um and then they on the this is it uh on the this is it website like i'm I, you know my name is on the list but still legendary you know, it, it is you know I, I'm, I'm just very sad but i think in a way I, it it was meant to be like that because like i don't think i would have taken it that well like i still have a hard time talking about it because i'm very it's just it was probably one of the biggest disappointments in my life in mm-hmm. a way but um if i had met michael if i had danced for him and freestyle let's say 3 days before it would have sunk in i think yeah. it would have been that's it I'm about to be on stage with Michael. I'm going to go to Disneyland with him. (laughs) I was ready. I was ready. I think the drop from that would have been catastrophic. I mean, I, you know, so I think everything is a blessing and everything happens for a reason. Um, So I believe for me, not for it, not become a reality and still being in disbelief every time I got, the emails or showed up to rehearsal, I was still in disbelief. Like yeah. in, in my head, it hasn't, it was the reality I had, hadn't kicked in yet. So, and then, you know, when you meet Chucky, who's amazing, Chucky club, like he, mm-hmm. he was so hurt. So like, I could tell how much pain and hurt they had because they were with him a lot at the end. And I don't think I would have <laughs> handled it very well. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's pretty much Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Hey, Michael. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Baby girl. Hug. So, shortly after that, you started, not really started, but you really started going into more of your business side. Right. Out of dance. And yeah, no, it's, it's true. You you were one of the so there was the world famous studio Debbie Reynolds Dance Studio yeah. that uh, after Debbie Reynolds passed uh, there was a lot of stuff happening with the studio and it was going to get sold and tore down and you were you and Teresa and your husband Austin 
became the financial backers for Debbie Reynolds Studio, which then became Debbie Reynolds Legacy. Yeah. So, yeah. So after Michael died, I mean, there was, I don't want to say I've been there, done that, like, but I've, I've had so much experience in the industry and I've like, to me, it was what's next. So me and Reno used to teach at Debbie Reynolds, but there was a shift in the industry where we felt like the passion for dancing was not the main drive anymore for a lot of our students and a lot of students in general in LA. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was trying to find a way to just give back in my own, in my own way. So I created home for dancers, which was a place where dancers could stay and just show up with their backpack. And then, and then Debbie's and they were like across the street from Debbie Reynolds pretty much. And then um, Debbie Reynolds passed and me and my husband had in a, in a long time, actually we were talking about Debbie Reynolds. Cause even in Michael Jackson's legacy, he rehearsed thriller there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he rehearsed the victory tour there, like Mike, like legendary steps and, and, and project and, you know, and videos were created there. So to me in those, in that floor, in those mirrors, there was such history that we were like, no, we don't want it to die. Like we found out like, so yeah, we took over. Uh, we took over Deborah Reynolds, like Todd Fisher was super amazing that he let us, he let us use the name. He let us use the um, social media. He let us use the website. I mean, literally it was, we just, he passed everything on to us. So he sold the building because Debbie mm. Reynolds was one of the only person who not just had a dance studio business, but owned the walls because Millennium rents the, mm -hmm. the place. ML rents the place, rented, like, you know, most of the, it's rare that a business owns the, the location. The premise, yeah. The location. Usually it's, it's a lease. It's a commercial lease. And so Debbie's had actually bought the building. And so Todd Fisher, uh, so they sold the, her estate sold the building to an amazing, to a guy that was amazing. And he literally let us, we begged him and he was like, okay, I'll give you a year. And, you know, in our head, we're like, okay, a year, that's it. Well, you know, so we we were able to, we were able to turn it around, and then I mean, not turn it around. We were able to take over mm -hmm. and and changes. Try we we renovated it thanks to an amazing GoFundMe campaign. Everyone we wanted we wanted to include people. We did we wanted something that was inclusive, and so because we had brought in together our funds to be able to pay first rent, deposit, last rent, you know, all this, mm -hmm. but it needed, we wanted to vamp, to revamp it up. We wanted to make it, you know, super, not just the amazing studio that it is with the amazing teachers, but we want to make it cool again. And mm -hmm. like the hub of the, of the, of the dance world. And so we made a, a movie theater, we opened up walls, we modernized a little bit the, um, the uh, entrance we like and then brian and scott nicholson helped us do amazing stuff um marielle as well like did the mural of alia we named each room with the with um with the history it came with so there was the there was a thriller room there was a temptation room there was the yeah you know so the the the, the so yeah, we we uh yeah, it was amazing. It was awesome to be able to keep it alive for a little longer. So yeah. It was one of the most crushing pieces of news when I was here in Sweden. Mm -hmm. Cuz for me that it's like that's where our family was. I used to I used to assist during the breaking class. class. Like yeah, do, do you <laughs> Alice and I talked about that. 
Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, got, you got actually, sexy about burlesque class. <laughs> you actually, you, well, me and Reno took your class because we were trying to be more feminine for Michael's. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that seemed like so there. I'm part of the legacy, I'm y'all. <laughs> I'm Nikki. You taught uh, the, the prince. Nikki yes. And the, yeah, yep. I and she so. I remember. Yeah. Yo, I told I told Allison that to have y'all in that class, I was like, yo, the beat freaks are my class. Like they're my friends, but they're the beat freaks and they're destroying my choreography. Like, what the hell is going? Oh my God, this is so awkward. Oh my God. I I I had a fangirl moment. I was I was like geeking. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, okay, this has to be good. I have to okay, okay. And I know Jules loves uh Jules loves Prince. That's how we bonded as well. So I was like, oh my god, okay, okay, uh, what is uh uh." It was so hard though for me. Oh my gosh, it was it was like I was like trying to go full out, but being on tom, but being sexy. It was it's a hard for me, but it's your class is amazing. I miss your class. I miss you. Oh, man. We'll have to do You're a reunion. Orange seat. I love that orange seat so much. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Okay. So before we go, we're not going just yet. There's two, there's one more sequence that has to happen, but I want to get back to you punking Marty. <sighs> <laughs> oh. So, um, thanks to Marty and Blocker, that was my agency at the time who sponsored me. Um, mm-hmm. I needed a lot of, so every time you get a letter, when you're a foreigner and you're trying to have uh, proof that you are an alien with extraordinary abilities, mm-hmm. pretty much you <laughs> get a letter, so you get a letter from someone saying how amazing you are, but you need to have documentation about who's that person telling how amazing you are, like what makes them credible. So you have to have something about the person who's writing you the, the letter. Yeah. And there was this article because uh, Marty and Seanette had choreographed uh, on the All For You tour. Mm-hmm. And they had this whole photo shoot up with Gil. Um, and it was very artsy, but I had pictures of Marty in a fishnet top with makeup. And, <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I... Uh, I took my camera and I went around um, the camp. Like, I think we were in, where were we in Orleans? I forgot where we were, but mm. we were on a tour bus and uh, Trace, so Trace, which was uh, Justin's best friend and assistant, assistant, he showed that. And he, I showed, I was like, hey, guess who's that? And then literally it takes a time for people to realize it's Marty. And they're like, and it was just so me and Nicole went around. She was filming me showing it. Trace took the picture. So we, I go in Justin's, like, I remember knocking at Justin's uh, 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 um, trailer backstage, like trailer or like, yeah, backstage. And I'm like, hey, uh, dressing room. And he's like, hey, he's like, what? I was like, guess who's that? He's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he it, runs with it. And during his freestyle that night, on the on the big no <laughs> on the big led screen the led screens they they had put that picture as him while he was freestyling oh <laughs> so it went way actually it went way further than i anticipated could have been more perfect but it it, it was not my goal to, <laughs> it's just it ended up in traces and i just went 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, karma's yeah, a bitch, yeah, ain't yeah. she? <laughs> so I, uh, I was like, and then at this point, it's not like I'd be like, sorry, I didn't mean to. I had to own it. So I was like, yeah. well, I, I told you I'd get back to <laughs> 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 so he, And then he hit my mom, Chi Chi. <laughs> So I have a travel little mascot and he, it was my first Christmas gift ever. I was six months old and I just take it everywhere I go. And so they knew it. And so Marty got so bad. He took my machichi and he hid it and I needed to go and leave the door. I'm like, I in my mind. I was almost scared. <laughs> <laughs> so he was getting back at me for getting back at him. So I was like, I need to get back at you again. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, this tour was out of control. It was fun though. Uh, that's I, ah. I, I I think I think you got paid back. <laughs> I think that lasted life. That woo. Okay, so there's one more sequence that we have to do before we go. Uh, as you know, my last name is Gamble, and mm-hmm. it's a special word. So we have a roulette table. Okay. That is filled with shot glasses. And each shot glass represents a different question. Okay. And if we, if Corona was over and I was, if I was in LA or Texas, or if we were in the same room in a studio and we'd be able to do this, uh, you would have to do a shot if you didn't want to answer the question. Okay. But, no, <laughs> I, I was in decision I'm a like, big diet right now, but sure. <laughs> do you trust me? I trust you. Okay, good. So I'm going to take the magic marble ball. And spin it around and spin around. And whatever number it lands on, that's the question you get to answer. Question number four is what it's going to be. I'm going to put that down there. And then I grab my key sheet. Question number four. (laughs) What is a gig you've done that you don't want people to know about? Every, every artist, actor, singer, dancer has something that they've done that is swept under the, like there's a video or VHS of you or something. Honestly, I've been blessed enough that I didn't have to do things that went against my integrity. Yeah, that's good. What about one of your first, what about one of your first dance gigs in Paris? Um... Okay, fuck it. She's just that dope that she's beasted since she started. I mean, I just own everything. Like, I, I okay. See, that question is good for people that are that that have an e- either an ego that, like, I I don't give a shit about my image, and I'm I'm French, <laughs> so I would put chocolate on my teeth. I don't care about the ridicule. I've seen you do that. <laughs> you do that. Like, so there's really nothing I'm ashamed of. Like, I'd be like, hey, wait, 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 wait. left in the mi- i left in the middle of the shoot that's the first thing i've ever done that. it was an r kelly video oh remix it was in miami mm-hmm. and it was a remix of i forgot what remix redman was there method man was there and it was a booty girl video except i was in pants <laughs> and uh i just left in the middle of it like not for so me. Can't even see me. Yeah, I just left in the middle of it. It was just 
Like I think I was among extras, just girls that just wanted to be there and just shake their ass. And yeah, it mm. wasn't my thing. So I did a little bit and I was like, ah, okay, bye. So during lunch break, I just left. <laughs> <laughs> Deuce. <It's> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I had a very cute outfit. I had pants on that was hugging the shit of my butt. I remember that, but <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Fair if enough. anybody has seen me in a bit, like if someone's done a gig with me and then want to refresh my memory, because sometimes you have a, you know, we have a selective memory right. too. So yeah. I have to admit that there's probably stuff I'm like, I was like, never happened. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I remember, honestly. Yeah, no, I don't think. So. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to ask another question instead? So to see, because. Do you want to do another one? I can, we can do yeah, another let's one. Do another one because okay. that's not fair. Like, I don't oh, care. This is, see, she trusts me. I like this. She's I all about you. it. Yes. Okay, here we go. Spinning the magic ball again. I'm talking about myself. Amazing. Just make me talk about myself more. I love it. You can't choose it though. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Number 35. Ooh, you have a lot of questions. Number 35. Ooh. Number 35 is on the house, whatever you want people to know that they don't know. Okay. Um, I think that the main reason I did Home for Dance is because I wanted to give back to the community. Mm-hmm. And now Home for Dance is actually is a different platform. Now we help dancers um, get in touch or tapping or looking into what they feel passionate about besides besides dance uh, who inspired me to do that was brian and scott nicholson mm-hmm. um ariana grande's choreographers because they're amazing humans who when they're not dancing or working they wake up at 5 a.m and they go help rescue animals they open oh. the rescue they i mean it's called orange twins rescue so if you guys want to support go for it uh and so i think to me that's something that's important is you have your your art, whatever it is, dancing, mm-hmm. and it serves you. It serves your ego. We artists, we have an ego that's usually is a little bigger than most civilians. I call them. <laughs> uh, um, it's just a part of being artists. But um, I think the bigger picture is if you can use your art to make someone's day better, it will be a better reward than you know, like. Um, like you can go to a a home, like an old people home and start dancing there every Sunday. Or mm. uh, you can like, there's so many ways to help in little. And that's what now, that's what Home for Dancers do now. We, we help dancers find and match with local organization or charities that they can utilize either their, their art or not. Like mm-hmm. be involved in whatever they feel passionate about, child trafficking, foster kids. You can actually, there's a lot of foster kids program where you can teach them dance. Nice. It doesn't have to be once a week. It can be once a month. It can be every other month. Whenever you're like, let me do something that's bigger than just serving me. Mm-hmm. I think that's something I'm, I'm, you know, I would like to give out to the message for, you know, and, and I think that's, that would be great. I just, that's, that's dope. That's, that's, a, that's a beautiful thing in teaching dancers how to give back as well. That one, your, your, your creatives, you, your performance skill isn't the only thing you have to rely right. on or give. You have a you, gift. Yeah, yeah, you have a gift. You, you can gift. inspire people while you perform, right? But you can dig dig deeper and do things strictly for others. That right. and then you'll you'll find it very fulfilling, hopefully. Yeah, 
person. Like find that if you, you know, and that can become later on a business and something that you help, like you never know. And then that can tap into your plan B. Should you stop dancing one day? Should you, you know, it, it's always good to have something else and to open. It's not just dance and dance industry, like open your right. horizon to what the world needs. So dope. Okay. Oh, did we find something? Listen up, yeah. people. Okay. It was not really a gig. It was like a home video thing. So okay. I did a video in Miami and mm -hmm. one of the guy, I think it was the camera assistant camera. He had his own little production. He's there actually whom I stayed with in LA the first time. And then because he saw I was very professional, you know, I was there when they asked me to do like, he got my number and he was like, I do some, some, some productions. And so they called me and it was called Deviant Bear. <laughs> And so it was the deviant bear was a little teddy bear and he would do crazy stuff. And literally they had to shoot me running. It wasn't a dance gig, but like I had to run through the grass. And then so the camera looked like the bear was following me like a little teddy bear. And there's a moment where I'm being raped by the bear. What? <laughs> it's a bear that was shaking. <laughs> yeah, girls on, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it's like imagine your Ted. You remember, remember Ted? But imagine like yeah. this. So they pretty much did a Ted as a. It was it was funny. It was it was a. I found the the cassette. It was a VHS, and I see. Found I a, took. What oh, did I say? I, There's a VHS somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't regret doing it, but it was just. I remember watching. I was like, oh my gosh, it's way worse than I remember it. <laughs> Scary movies are the funniest thing to, to shoot, actually, because anyways, but yeah. Good. See, I knew that there was one. So check out Home for Dancers. <laughs> do you have to do you have to be a dancer? No, not anymore. I mean, Home for Dancers, you used to because we used to accommodate dancers in L.A. So that's what mm -hmm. you used to do. But when I moved, I just I sold everything. Yeah. And um. But so now we've repurposed it for that. So, you know, like we have, we've had some dancers hitting, up, hitting, hitting us up. Some were in LA. So I, I hooked them up with the Art of Elysium, which actually we used to do with Beat Freaks. And we used to perform with Beat Freaks like uh, sometimes in uh, special aid schools. So we were performing in front of kids that had Down syndrome, that was highly autistic. That was, and it was great. Like nice. it was, it was actually very intimidating. Because, you know, when you're on stage, there's a light, everything's dark, you kind of see. But, like, here, you're literally, like, it's two intimate. meters. I mean, 10 feet, right? Two meters. Mm. Nice. <laughs> like, it's it's you right there, and the light's on you. It's during the day. It's in a school. Yeah. And it's it's actually very, you feel naked. like because And they will not act like they like it. If <laughs> it's amazing, you know? And then also you'll see, like, you can spark their day. That might be the highlight of their day. Like, it yeah. was it was great when we did it, you know. I wish we did it more. It was just tough to get Beat Freaks together. You know, we're all busy. Mm -hmm. But Jules is the one who actually uh, um, took the rain on that. It was amazing. It was really cool. So, yeah. so, so let's, lay, let's lay out where people can find you. Can they find you on Instagram? Is your Instagram Maris open? My Instagram's open, Maris from Paris. Uh, we also have Home Food Dances, which is, you know, we, I don't post a lot of there, um, but, you know, you can still reach me there. And, uh, yeah, just Maris from Paris. TikTok? Uh, Snapcrap? 
I'm old. Snapchat. I call Snapchat home. I'm not on Instagram. I think my Instagram posts on Twitter automatically. I don't know. Okay. Um, And then, uh, what was the name of the rescue? Orange Twin Rescue? Orange Twins Rescue. Orange Twins Rescue. At Orange Twins Rescue. Yeah, that's a cool one to donate. Yeah. And there's also Disney Foundation. If you have a little extra cash, that's really good. That helps dancers. Uh, who do not have enough money to to pay for dance classes. It's a dance program, I think, in LA. Um, there's a lot of things. You can be into, uh, you know, helping the earth, helping yeah. animals. PETA is a good one. I was going to say, right? you're very, you're a uh, PETA, yeah, proactive I, PETA uh, yeah, supporter. You know, yeah. People animals. for the ethical treatments of animals, yeah. Nice. I go full out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't half ass anything. I love people. No, because you're a beast. That's what you do. You just you don't half step. You just just bow. There it is. Yay. Uh, so before we go, make sure you're following also at Gamble's Green Room on Insta if you're not doing it yet. If you haven't done, make sure you check out gamblesgreenroom.com. There's going to be some behind the scenes footage that we're going to be adding in there. We're going to be doing some merchandise later on that you can have at Gamble's Green Room on your back if you like to share it with a friend. Uh, Maris, my baby girl, I miss you. I can't wait to see you. August 18th, 2022 is in my calendar already. Okay, it might be in July this time because the fireworks in Naxos is July 20th, is July 14th. So are we going but to Naxos or are we going to Paris? Are we going to Naxos? We're, we're taking it to Greece now. Yo, in, in it to win it. I am all, do. so July, July 2022, I am in Greece, done. Which is great Naxos. because I also am off during the summer. So, ah, we going to a little shimmy there a little shimmy there all right now uh that's it for this episode of gamble's green room make sure you tune in every first and 15th of every month where i introduce you to another person you need to know with the stories you want to hear maris from paris my baby girl thank you guys so much we'll talk soon Bye.